0: girl, Queenie, I would like to welcome you back to another Bar Talks podcast. And we are still talking and discussing inspiration. We are still talking to amazing people, asking them where did they receive their inspiration from, from whom, from what place, from what experience, from what thing. I do believe that our greatness is inspired by others. So today I am blessed to have none other than Mr. George Ayo is that correct Ayo. Ah, Ayo. Ayo. okay and he is he is tuning in and joining me all the way from london i'm super excited he is the founder of amari east african shea butters and so much more so welcome 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 george thank you for
1: thank you thank you so much thanks for having me yeah. yes it's a pleasure to be on your platform
0: oh my goodness i'm honored that you're here
1: yeah all is mine <laughs> <laughs>
0: So just to give you a little bit of backstory, we're you know I've gotten together with a lot of people and just talking with them about inspiration, um, yeah. Asking them what inspires them to their greatness. I know that in London, um, you have business, you have your own business, and you're doing some great things. Um, and I know that you've done many things over your life um, that has affected and impacted change. So I would like to know what call that out. Like what inspired you to that? greatness you may not see it as great but someone else does so mm-hmm. like what experiences or what person you know like who has inspired you to become the person that you are and the person you're still becoming wow
1: wow that's a question <laughs> that's actually a great question yes. uh, i would say it, it is not necessarily a person but it's more um maybe a chain of events okay it's happened throughout life hmm yeah so you're talking about yeah earlier in life you know when you when you you know you're in school or you know high school as you call it there or college um you aspire to be all these different things and you only end up doing completely different things to what you you know learn to do and I think that the way the world has changed and things that happened in the world makes you feel like I need to be doing something I need to be involved in something that's going to change not just my life, but the life of people around me. Right. How can I make a difference? Right. Yeah. So um, it was a chain of all of these different things happening that inspired me to, to do the things that, that I wanted to do. So for instance, as you say, Amari Shea butter, mm-hmm. that's something that, I, that came about by inspiration of something else. OK. So for instance, I originally was, when I was saying to myself, what can I do to make a difference? I got into um, helping with orphanages in East Africa. Wow. Now, that was something that I woke up one day and think that's something I can do because um, years ago, I used to work for a, uh, a charity. I won't mention the name of the charity, but I saw where the all the administration, all the money for administration was going. I could see where all the donations that were coming in we're going to do certain administrations, going to making payments, and and the actual cause that the donations came in for, mm-hmm. receiving less than you know, you know, a very small percentage, which is why a lot of uh, you know donations that are given to orphanages or to different charities mm-hmm. never really you never really see it, much change for the cause that they're saying they're collecting the money from, and I saw. Behind the scenes of why that is. So I thought to myself, right? I want to help these people, but I don't want to go through a charity. I don't want to go through an organisation. I want to do it myself. Right. So I did my own thing. I thought I'm going to collect a whole load of clothes, books, shoes, like for children, and I'll fly out there myself and I'll give it to them by hand. Wow. And I just took that upon myself. So um, that, you know, chain of events led me to East Africa. So that was from to Kenya, Uganda, um, South Sudan, uh, Ethiopia, and and Rwanda as well and um, while I was in it was while I was in Uganda and uh, Kenya, uh, I was introduced to all these different uh, orphanages where I was giving you know some of the donations, so I had to literally carry two cases yeah. full of clothes and it 's like you know. 5% of the case is my own clothes and the rest <laughs> yeah, you know, so there's two cases there and then, um, you know, giving out the different clothes. And then one group took me to um, a farm and it was a farm run by uh, these families, these farming families who they harvest shea butter or shea nuts because the, the shea is actually a fruit. And a lot of people don't know, but um, the shea butter comes from, uh, a seed that is inside a fruit, and these people they harvest this fruit, they eat the fruit, and then the seed is what they use to get the shear butter from. Wow. but what happened was that I noticed that there were a lot of these middlemen or these companies that come in and buy up all the you know the the sheer seeds for next to nothing, give them very little, and then they go and sell it and you know make so much money you know out in in uh, their own countries, mm-hmm. so I was thinking. I don't like that either. (laughs) So I wanted wanted to, so what I did was I said, look, I'm going to pay you the money directly to the local farmers, what you are worth. Oh, yeah. You know, real sense of, you know, sustainability, the real sense of uh, fair trade. So I went directly to these, you know, deep, deep into these, uh, you know, villages. Into the uh, bush.
0: Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, uh, meeting these wonderful people, you know, and helping them, you know, for their livelihood. And then when they actually showed me how they processed the shea butter, and I was like, this shea butter is so different to this type of shea butter that a lot of us are used to. It's very soft, it has a very soft consistency melts very easily uh and um this is where i this is what um brought me to learning about my shea butter which is very different the east african shea butter which is very different to the west african one Mm -hmm. and it grew from there so um the the, uh the brand that i created from that Mm -hmm. was helping at the original uh inspiration i got you know helping the orphanages so When I um, brought that shea butter back to the UK, I started processing, making creams, making soaps out of it, all natural organic products that are designed for our skin types. So of course, you know, you you go to the shops and you buy soaps off the shelf and the ph level so high that it dries out your skin because it's not they're not formulated for our skin types so i created a soap that is formulated for our skin types doesn't dry out the skin keeps moisturized and it's very good healthy because every ingredient is organic and uh, you know very very good for our skin types so you know um these soaps are just uh People are just loving the soaps, and they got great feedback from it. So the so over the, the years that I was processing this uh, this brand, the uh, you know a lot of the funds that came in helped me put those funds back into helping the orphanages originally. Mm-hmm. So that's wow. it's amazing how one small <laughs> and has branched out into this, you know, creating a brand that actually yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know
0: that's I think we we just find our inspiration. Um, from so many different, like I said, people, places, or things. And Mm -hmm. um, it, interestingly enough, will catapult us into our purpose. And from there, onto our purpose. And it's like purposeful living in each step, in each place that we go. I think if we really connect with, you know, what started it all, you know, what is that thing that speaks to us, what draws that greatness out of us, and so others look at you, you know, as an entrepreneur and as, as a visionary and um, as a person that has compassion for others, which is what kind of pulled you into the space of creating. Um, and they may, they may aspire to be like you, right? Something that's about, you know, hearing your story may then speak to their spirit. And so I thank you for sharing that because that's the reason why we're doing this series is to tap into that thing that has inspired you to that greatness that everyone else is going to see or they already see so i thank you for
1: sharing that with me oh um yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. i think that a lot i find that a lot of people they 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 want to be inspired mm-hmm. by something but they can't find what it is, don't know what know? It is. They, they don't know what it is they don't know what to be inspired by they see something and it's like well Am I supposed to do something about that when it's yeah. supposed to be an inspiration? And some people need it by by example. Yeah. Sometimes, you you know, it's by example that people think, oh, wow, this person has done this and yes. that. And I can yes. see, you know, how this has turned out. Yes. And that in itself is an inspiration yeah. without even having to, you know, dictate it to them or, you know, lecture anybody about it. When they see you doing the works, by example, yeah. that's how you inspire people. Yeah. people you don't even know.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I, I lo- You are speaking my language, Jordan.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs>
0: I, you know, you and I, so the listeners um, don't know that you and I, we have a history. We have been in communication quite some time during this entire COVID. Um, yes. For sure. And mm-hmm. so we've shared a lot of conversation. And so you do know kind of who I am and I knew, know who you are, but it's really yes. nice to hear we both can speak that same language and it's relative and, and it's relatable um, as absolutely. it relates to inspiring and, and just living that truth and others will be, you know, like, wow, she or he can do that. So I'm going to do awesome. it too, you know, because it That's speaks awesome. to them. It's there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. And we're at different. Parts of the world, yes. Is, you know, with this, yeah. you know, things in common. Yeah. You know, so we shared a lot of things
0: different. that we have in common, and our visions, <laughs> and you yeah, know. it's
1: relative in the universe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's when we are able to like do this number here, you know. The world better be ready for it
1: because that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah, world get ready. The world, yeah, get world ready. get ready
0: because we come coming, we come coming.
1: That's <laughs> it. So,
0: um, let me also ask I've, I've asked everyone the same questions, and um, okay. I have to ask you too, um, what you know, what's the most rewarding. I guess, thing that you've learned um, that you would like to share with us um, from life, from experience, from even a person? What's that most rewarding thing that you would like to share?
1: Right. The most rewarding thing, one of the most rewarding things is to be able to travel and see different types of people in different types of cultures. Wow. And not just different cultures, but cultures that are... that I have never experienced growing up in. yeah. You know even like wherever I've lived in my life, I'm experiencing cultures that I've never been in touch with ever right, right. you know learning languages that you know I've never would have been able to you know pronounce <laughs> you know, you know, you know, but we speak this English language that we don't realize are other languages that have you know different um, articulations that you have to use and and you know different meanings and it's just that to me was phenomenal thing just to learn other cultures and how welcoming people have been yeah. you know just accepting me there and the other thing as well is um, because I do agriculture as well because um, not just Amari Shia butter uh, or Amari Shia I also do uh, coffee as well okay. so I've gotten more ever since I started the Amari Shia brand I've gotten into more agriculture based uh, businesses as well nice. so I currently do uh, organic coffee And, um, I had to, um, the brand that I created through the coffee, I had, we had to cultivate the land to make sure that it's organically grown coffee, which means that I had to get into becoming a manager, (laughs) you know, it's like in all of our lives, lives, you know, working for other people. But when you suddenly become a manager, you know, the boss of your your own brand, it, it changes the whole perspective of, uh, you know how you have to uh, manage people and deal with people. Mm-hmm. We spend more of our time, you know, on, in a system, but when you actually have to create your own system mm-hmm. and, uh, and everything, every decision you make is based, you know, will affect that particular, you know, brand or company or business. It's like, you really have to put your thought into it. And that to me was a good thing because it taught me how to deal with people on a diplomatic level where uh, you've got to know how to be fair with your workers. You've got to know that if a worker has done something wrong, you know you don't. You know there's this thing of fire hiring and firing method. You can either teach them, you know, how wrong it was, and you know, teach them to learn how to to work correctly, or you can just be an out and out, you know, a bad boss and just fire them and not care. So I had to find a medium. I had to find a medium of how to deal with certain workers because. Over the time, you know, I've had quite a few workers that come and go. And uh, due to certain circumstances, I had to, you know, literally fire somebody or let somebody go. And to me, that was like, wow, I've never fired anyone in my life. You know, but, but it's something It's that I learned about myself, of how I have to make a, a system work that, that benefits any, everyone involved. So to me, it was like a fresh thing to say, oh, I'm actually a manager. And if I ever go back to work for another company, <laughs> it's like, you know you're dealing you're not just dealing with an employee you're dealing with a guy who actually you know is a manager of other employees (laughs) so yeah so so for me it was is a great mind expansion to to become a manager of my own um agricultural you know business and you know deal with people but it's good because everything that i've learned working for other people i've been able to take that skill and become the you know add it to yes. my you know my yeah. business so yeah. i even give them you know quarterly bonuses you know performance-based <laughs> <the laughs> <laughs> <bonuses, yeah>. awesome. <laughs> things like that you know dealing with their um you know payrolls and holiday pays and all of that yeah. stuff you know now i'm on the other side of that you know mm-hmm. employing local people That's so yeah i love
0: that thank you for sharing that with us George. Um,
1: I hope that answered answered your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like what is that
0: most rewarding thing, you know? Um, yeah,
1: yeah. To me, know, each yeah. person
0: I have interviewed, I will share this and I've shared it in several interviews. Each each one of you, I think you're amazing and you have so much great input and insight and I think that those that tune in they're going to get something from this so I hope so you know, yeah, you know, I really yeah hope so. of course yeah. yeah you know it's you know I mean I, I have a lot of intre- entrepreneurs that are listening I have many that I've interviewed and you all are speaking a very similar language <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, of course, you know, I think you'll enjoy this series as well um, in June. So, you know, <laughs> but I, I'm just grateful. Um, so, lastly, you know, uh, I'll ask if um, there's anything else that you would like to share or could share to someone that may be listening. Um, and as we kind of touched on earlier, that. You know, maybe they, they're looking for something. They're looking for that thing. Uh, they may need a little inspiration or motivation or um, kind word advice. You know, this is like a time capsule. And one day someone's going to open it up and they're going to hear our voices. Um, they may or may not see our videos, but they're going to hear our voices talking to them.
1: True.
0: Um, and we're speaking currently in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a pandemic that has yeah. has, a, has impacted the, the entire world. Absolutely. Uh, Um, So I don't know when, you know, at some point in someone's life, they may hear this. Um, Share with us, if you could, something that um, will help the next person on their journey.
1: On their journey in in regards to... um,
0: Life. Doesn't even matter. You choose. Life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No pressure.
0: No pressure.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. Something that helps people on their journey through life, I would say, the most important thing is to know who you are. I know know a lot of people hear hear that term, know thyself, but it is so relevant, especially today, because you you'll find that young young people, uh, as soon as you're born, you're they dictate, you know, who you are. You know, you're given a name, you know, you're given a social security number, everything. It's like you don't even get the chance to decide who you are until you're a certain age, you know? So everything is being, you know, built for you to decide you're this, you're part of this class, you're part of this, you speak this language, you speak this style of that language, you know, you walk like this, you're dressed like this, you listen to this type of music, Mm -hmm. you do this. And it's like, well, I didn't even, from birth, I never even had a chance to discover who I actually am. Yeah. So it's like you've taken on a persona that's always been given, dictated to you, always been thrown into your face and, and your mind is just saturated air of all of that information. Right. And one thing about this uh, lockdown, I would say that has been a bit of a blessing mm-hmm. is the fact that people have to stop and take a break and take a, a long look back at themselves and like, wow, I've been going to work all these years back and forth, you know, on public transport and whatever, driving to work or however they get to work. You don't get any time to yourself until this happened. Yeah. You know, and this was a global thing. So it was yeah. almost like a, a mental reset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that's the opportunity. Instead of sitting watching Netflix and it's like, oh, yeah, treat it like a holiday. Treat it like I can now discover who I actually am and what I want to do. And I can literally switch off the system and tune in to who I am myself. And then I'll find my inspiration. I'll find who I am as a person. And um, for those people out there who, who want to do things, this is the perfect time. Don't look at this as a crisis. I know it is a very bad thing that's happened all over the world. And so many people have lost their lives to it, which is sad, you know. But those of us who are living in it, we should treat it as an opportunity Because life is never going to go back To how it was right. We'll go back to some form of normality But it's not going to be As it was before you know, the, the pandemic spread and the, the lockdown ever happened right. it's, going to, it's going to go to forward To uh, some restructuring A social restructure right. where You know This two metre distancing And all of that stuff you know, they, We don't know how long they're going to keep that in place um, you find now that uh, a lot of people are buying online shopping online you know people are too scared to go out even so you're talking about opportunities that come up for those people who know about online online businesses now's the time to really think what do I want to do how can I put it out there and what can online businesses do for me in order to you know to get my, my business going it's a perfect time for that perfect time for that so um People before I lose my chain of thought. Um, young, you know, people who, who are inspired to do things. Look at all of the all the things that you always wanted to do, whether it's arts, painting, you know, crafts, making things, making jewelry, making headscarves, wraps, hats, you know, textiles. Literally anything possible is now more possible than it was before the lockdown. Wow! Because because the one of the only companies you know, that has really done well is delivery companies. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. they delivering goods and services oh. still. <laughs> Deliv- I mean, if I started a delivery company instead of Shearvatar, trust me by now. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> because that's the
0: wrong business.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely <laughs> wrong business. Exactly. should have got my delivery hat and everything. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, you know, delivery companies have made, you know, a huge, you know, rise in, in their business because of all the other businesses that have to rely on delivery
0: yeah
1: so if you start up a you know a company and you have all these products and you're selling it online you can always deliver it to your clients even if they they never open the shops you know on the high streets ever again you've always got your home-based business you know you wake up and then your workplace is right in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start
0: My, Mine is right behind me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Save that piece up there for me. There's that you. The painting. I, I want you. that. Man. I will
0: save that for you. Oh
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, this is the time. Take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. There are there are ways and, and you, you have to be your own inspiration. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Because people this is I'm gonna get a little bit more. You know deeper this um uh mind thing because it's like people tend to look outside of themselves for everything you know the world out there for inspiration but the only you know the only if you really look at it the only reality is in your own mind yeah. because it's how you perceive other things outside of yourself Absolutely. So, so if you do more inward looking and you know perceive things within your own mind your inspiration might be right there yeah. with you the whole time everywhere you go you know like look deep 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 within yourself and see and see what it is that inspires you rather than looking out there all the time you know there are things out there that can trigger your inspiration but remember whenever anybody's inspired by anything that inspiration actually comes from inside themselves yes yes
0: it does yes yes only the things
1: out there that trigger that yes you know inspiration isn't out there it's in here
0: that's right
1: so that's where people need to be looking yeah yeah and it adds, and it's like a seed and as it grows as it grows that willpower to just like i need to do this you wake up one day and it's like i'm gonna buy a plane ticket and get out here and yeah. go to that place that i was inspired yeah by a year ago you know yeah the, you know the plane tickets are less expensive right now <laughs> oh right, definitely. All right, I'm, I'm going straight on the right after this. I'm going online and getting. It.
0: <laughs> you know, my door is open for you. So <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yes, I agree with you. That I think that's why I've I've had this conversation with several people, and I ask, you know, what is that thing that draws that, that greatness out of you? Right, oh. it's in you. Um, yeah, and that's why you can respond when someone places something or an experience happens. Mm. You're like, wow! It just—it was—it's already there. It's already there. Oh, so, so, you know, yeah. you have these people, places, and things that speak to it and draw mm. out of us.
1: That's right. You that's know, right. Um, these things yeah. outside of yourself, like I said, they're just triggers for yeah. things that are already in you.
0: Yes. Yes. Come yes. out.
1: That's all it is. It's a trigger. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I appreciate you stopping by the the Bar Talks podcast with me today, George. Um, oh, my I pleasure. My really, pleasure. really enjoyed listening, um, and listening to you while you share. Uh, your experiences with us. There's so much we could talk about. So many oh, things so I have. So I'd have to bring you back to another podcast.
1: <laughs> oh wow, wow, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to um to talk more about the coffee brand as well. Yes, <laughs> of
0: course, of uh, oh, course. If, it, yes.
1: if you ever want to check it out, it's called Kiroto Coffee.
0: Oh, can you spell that for for and us? That's, and, um,
1: yeah, that's K I R O T O, Coffee. Okay. Dot com. Okay. Yeah, so www.kirotocoffee.com and you can have a look there. There's uh, Ugandan coffee and Ethiopian coffee. So those are the two places where we help, well, I help um, local farmers do yeah. organic coffee rather than, you know, uh, you know, I mean, kind of GMO crops. Okay. So and how to do, you know, from soil upwards, all organic. Yes.
0: So so um now that coffee, you know, it's a little different here in America. We have big mugs of coffee. So I'm just curious. I don't know how popular no. coffee is. So should I have a little cup of that coffee or do I get a big mug of coffee?
1: <laughs> it depends how you like your coffee. Yeah, you can get a big mug of that coffee. Yeah, you can yeah. do that. But it's quite strong. The Ugandan one is a stronger one. Yeah. The Ethiopian one is. A, so you can get a big. Mug of the Ethiopian one. Okay. Fuller of the Ugandan one. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I've, good, no, I've noticed the difference in the cup sizes, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: the, that's <laughs> yeah. and it's like this cup is this big, and that's the yeah. small. One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know the American way, so I'm that's just it, letting yeah. you know. <laughs> so you know, I, I, I would hate to order the coffee and come in here and make a big pot of this coffee, and it's super <laughs> strong, and I yeah
1: so um yeah. so what about the shea butter how how would one um find your shea butter brand okay yeah so the website for that is um www.amarishea.com and that's spelled a m a r i s h e a dot com okay perfect yeah yeah so all the soaps are there we've even got beard balms for men
0: ah yeah. nice nice yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. very moisturizing mm-hmm. beard balms and uh soaps we have in a um soon uh, we're having a uh, shampoo bar yeah oh, so so bar, soap okay. bar for here yeah, yeah so that, that's coming soon as well Yeah, I'll be uh, glad
0: when everything opens up. I'll need to order something from you you because my son suffers with eczema outbreaks and uh, I'd love to have uh, natural products for him. You know, I'm always experimenting with things, but um, I know you're like a little chemist over there. uh, I would love (laughs) to order something for him. Once things open back up, um,
1: definitely, definitely, it's great for great for eczema. If you have psoriasis, dermatitis, eczema, anything like that, dry skin, general dry skin, it's great for that.
0: Okay, so we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. Well, mm-hmm. that is going to conclude our um, our talk today. Thank you again wow. for coming. I've had a great time. I hope our listeners, I hope you guys, um, have enjoyed my opportunity to speak with George. Um, I hope you found some inspiration. I'm thankful for you listening um and this is your girl Queenie. I'm going to continue this journey speaking about inspiration because I believe in it and I believe we all need to continue to inspire to inspire. Love you guys to pieces your girl Queenie. I'm out.
1: Lovely